Welcome to Herbal Explorations, a podcast hosted by Wilson Lau of New Herbs. Each week, we speak to leading experts about what's happening in the herbal industry. Hi, I would like to welcome Anne Armbrecht, the director of the Sustainable Herb Programs to Herbal Explorations. She's the author of The Business of Botanicals, Exploring Healing Plants, Healing Promise of Plant Medicine in a Global Industry. <laughs> Who better to talk about sustainability than you, Anne? Uh, let's just jump right into it and uh, see what we have today. How would you define sustainability in one to three sentences? Well, first, thanks for inviting me here. And, you know, I don't love the word sustainability, but I also don't think we have time to really wordsmith it and focus on how it's a bad, you know, there's a lot of conversation about the limitations of the word. To me, I think of it, it's what is needed to sustain life. And so then that leads to other questions. What do we need to sustain life? We need clean air. We need soil that grows food, food that's nourishing. We need shelter. We need um, water, clear water. We need, you know, I live in central Vermont. We've just had horrible flooding. We need waters that aren't going to flood. We need rains that aren't, you know, weather that's not out of control. And so all of those, then that leads to actions that to me are what fall under the umbrella of sustainable actions. That was longer than three sentences, but yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I love your definition. And, you know, the one thing that your definition does allow for is that, you know, some people says nothing is truly sustainable because you always are destroying something or taking more than you put back. But if you look at it from sustaining life, then you always need to at least keep the earth in a shape that it can do that. And so whether it's taking a little bit and not contributing back, it allows for some of that play into it. So I love I love your definition. It's really refreshing to hear a total different viewpoint to look at it. <laughs> what is uh, the biggest opportunity that you think a company can do today to address you know the sustainability topic? Like what can they do? What can a company do based on your experience that was some of the biggest opportunities out there for them? So I come at this from my perspective, which means there's other opportunities, but from, from my sense of things, and I was just looking back over the responsible company by Patagonia, and they were saying the first thing is to know your impact, and in knowing your impact, to identify the worst thing your company does that would cause the greatest, what costs you the most in reputation and profit. That was what they were saying as the starting point. And I think for the herb industry, the worst thing they do, companies do, is they don't know where their herbs are from. And I think in terms of reputation, if most consumers knew how little most companies know about where their herbs are from, they would be horrified. And so on that level, it's a risk in terms of reputation, but it's also a risk, as you know, as an ingredient supplier, in terms of the quality of what you're, you have, and your, your product that you're selling. And the industry depends on selling products that are about building health, personal health. But I think it, that health is within a larger environmental context and our health is only as good as the health of the ecosystem. And so how is sourcing or what is the impact your company's having on the communities where the herbs are sourced? And you're only gonna know that impact if you know where your herbs are from. So I think knowing where your herbs are from leads to a whole bunch of other impacts that are positive as well as reducing negative impacts. 
Yeah, I, I love I love it. Um, what I'm hearing from you is benchmark. You know, do an analysis and benchmark where you're at today, and really then if we look at it is really you know another way to look at what you're saying from you're saying it more in a humanistic way i think but you know it's really looking at your scope one and three emissions basically up and downstream emissions downstream is your customers and really what you're talking about is if you know your herbs and where they come from now you can really look at your impact where you really are causing the biggest harm or where you can have the biggest impact by being able to see your scope one and two impacts and then you know communicate with your customers and see how they can reduce your scope three impacts i, I love i love but you said it in such a humanistic and eloquent way um you have to know where you're coming from to know where you're going so i, I love it um what is one thing a company can implement today around sustainability to create a better tomorrow? Like, what is something that you've seen with your work as the director of the Sustainable Herb Program that a company does, can do just start doing, right, to start making an impact? And again, I, you know, there's a general, I, I'm not, I can't give a general answer. And I think part of that is it depends on your own skills and where you function the best. But when, when I read that question, I thought, connect, connect, connect with the people you work with, connect with your suppliers, connect with the plant, the plants, connect with the communities where your plants are from, connect with all of the workers up and down, you know, scope ones, two, three, you know, yeah. I think the crisis that the world is facing right now is one of disconnection. And it's an ecological crisis, it's a social crisis, an economic crisis, and a spiritual crisis. And taking steps every day, one to, you know, to connect more, who knows what will unfold um, and, and, and what shifts can begin to happen. Yeah, I think, you know, that is, is a very interesting thought. I think it's returning to the roots of the land and really having that net, making sure your network and your network effect is no, no, it's not solely at one level like connecting them through the different verticals in the supply chain. So it touches from beginning to end. It's a connection. I think you're right. It's like, you know, a lot of us are only focused on our, our vertical or silo, right? The, depending how you look at it, it's horizontal or vertical, which we aren't connecting the different pieces around us within our networks. So I, I love, I love it. Um, and what is, a tip that you can share with our listeners on how to advocate for sustainability projects in their company. What's something like someone can say, how can we get started or how can we sort of push for more within the confines of our own organizations? I think that there to make a business case for any of these sustainability initiatives, because the long-term viability of any herb company depends on there being herbs to sell and that depends on investing in the community, you know, all, all the issues that fall under the umbrella of sustainability. And what I often hear in the trade journals is the consumer case for investing in sustainability. To me, that's way down the road. It's a business case. Yeah, I think the key is that with what we've seen recently, whether it's the floods in Vermont, the stream heat wave has hit three quarters of three continents almost at the same time um, that we really need to focus on on the business case of doing it internally, whether the customers want it or not, because 
like you said, if they, if these events keep happening, the access to herbs will decrease significantly. So I think that that's a great insight for people. And I want to thank you for all the great insights that you've given today. And I would also recommend the listeners to check out a great resource that Anne and her team put out recently, the Sustainable Herb Program Toolkit Version 2, mind you. Not Version 1, but Version 2. And you can find that um, on sustainableherbsprogram.org. So I encourage everyone to go check it out. And uh, thank you for joining me today, Anne. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the business of herbs and botanicals, visit newherbs.com. To keep listening to great episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, or Spotify, and make sure to give us a rating too.